Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. Welcome back, Immigrant Nation. Another week, another new episode. On this episode, we are going to go plus ultra. But before that, let me profess my gratitude to you, my listeners. Thank you for being here and thank you for your continued support. I see you and I appreciate you. Please don't forget to click the like and subscribe button. And if you'd like, please leave us a comment as that pleases the algorithm gods, thus helps others to discover our podcast while also helps us spread these incredible stories of our guests. Also, if you or someone you know wants to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to us on our social media accounts. Our handle is at animmigrantslife. You can also email us at animmigrantslife at yahoo.com. House cleaning is done. Now, let's talk about the episode. This week, we have a fascinating individual that takes inspiration from a very unusual media. And for you to find out, you'll just gotta listen to the episode. So, let's not waste more time. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is a real estate attorney that goes beyond plus ultra for his clients. The Hokage of Brampton. Everyone, please welcome Ajit Ranhava. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Nice to meet you. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I really do appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Shout out to Sele. Shout out to Sele. Great guy. Known him for over a decade. A decade? That's right. Where did you meet? We met in high school, actually. He came over to Brampton Christian School 2008 and I think I was the first person actually to talk to him. What made you make that mistake, man? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was three new students and I just said hi to them. That's all. And from there, we just hit it off. That's amazing. Are you a friendly guy usually or you choose your people? I mean, I think growing up, everyone was bullied to some extent. And so I was always of the mindset, you know, why act like that? Try to be. I try to be as open as possible to anyone, even when I go out. I'm like, hey, did you guys want to join us, etc. Oh, that's nice, man. You're very like, let's go party all together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, humans are social creatures at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the biggest fears we have as humans is, you know, being alone or dying alone. Hells yeah. So why not make the most of your life? Yeah, but you know, sometimes you get like one of those person that like, kind of ruins the vibe you know you know i heard a i don't know who said it but it's like don't let a bad moment turn into a bad day Hmm. so so what if they're you know debbie downer the next person might not be no definitely definitely like um i have a saying that kind of goes like that that a bad day doesn't mean it's a bad life absolutely you know but yeah like i'm a i guess i'm a different type of guy with compared to you that i'm more of like i really like to if i'm going out if there's one guy that like kind of ruined the vibe i'm not going out i see well 
I mean, that goes against what you were just saying. A bad day isn't a bad life. So why do you let that ruin you? Oh, well, exactly. I don't want to have a bad day. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like just... Listen, I'm an old man. I don't have time for nonsense. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But you know, you're only as old as you feel. So why do you feel so old? I don't feel old. But I'm just saying that I'm, I'm older. Like, you know, I'm halfway there. and But I just don't have time for nonsense to be honest you know mm-hmm. like i know what i want that's what i want if you don't I fit see. in that thing i'm cool if you, you fit in that thing i'm cool too no absolutely i mean that's the way to go about it right exactly you know anyways before we get into deep why don't you tell the immigrant nation where they can reach you or if you want to promote anything so everyone can reach me on instagram at ajit s.r that's a-j-i-t s.r mm, beautiful man so let's have some background on you. You were born in Brampton? No, I was actually born in Lodiana, India. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was uh, seven or eight months old. My dad was in Canada and then my mom immigrated over as well. Mm. And then what age were you when you moved? So I grew up in Brampton in basically my entire life. I went to undergrad there and then in 2017... I went to law school at Southern Illinois University down there in Carbondale. Mm. Oh, I was asking when you moved to Canada. Oh, seven or eight months old. Oh, wow. That's young, huh? Yes. You're pretty much Canadian, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a Canadian citizen, so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't consider you an immigrant. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't know if you do. But um, So you're, you're from India. Which part of India again, you said? Lodiana. It's in Punjab, so a northern state. I don't, I've never heard that one before. I've mm. known some people from India, but okay. that one I've never heard from. Yeah, you should go to Punjab. I'm Punjabi, so probably I've heard the food is phenomenal. Mm. And you should go check out the Golden Temple, Taj Mahal. Enjoy your life. Definitely, man. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been? I went back in 2005. That was okay. Uh, not the cleanest place to go, but I've heard much better things of it recently. Like it's substantially changed since then for the better. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, there's like a billion, million people that lives there. So, absolutely, you know, it's not like, it's not like Canada that there's space. Correct. (laughs) We're all lumped together. No, I would like to go back someday. And why did you feel that it was okay? I just didn't think it was quite clean. You know, for the standard that you're accustomed to. Mm. So it's quite the culture shock that air air isn't as clean, you could say. Mm-hmm. You, growing up, you never really visited? Your family never dragged you over there? Only in 2005 I went. After that, I didn't go. Wow. Yeah. Only one time. That's correct. Well, why so? Did your family didn't want to go back? or? My mom is not too keen to go back, but my dad is cool with going back. So mm. I just went once with him, and after that, I was like, eh. Didn't really feel like going back again. But I would go back again now. Why? I would like, I'm, I don't know which village I was born in, but perhaps just to see the village that I was born in would be quite cool. Hmm. Okay. I guess you don't have connection in the family there or? My father's side lives in India. I believe my mom's side is in South Africa. South Africa? That's right. Wow. How did they meet? Uh, arranged marriage. 
That's, uh, yeah, that's right. So they haven't been uh, bugging you to be arranged? They, not to be arranged. They're just like, you know, you're getting older now. You're 28. I'm like, get married. I mean, I mean, all parents want grandchildren, right? And what, what do you say? Uh, I don't know. If the right girl comes around, I'd be more than open to it. I love love. Mm. What do you mean by that? I think the best feeling you can experience in your life is being in love. And I think it feels better than any success you can achieve in your life. Because once you achieve any objective, it feels great for a while. But then the luster, you know, wears off and the question becomes, well, what's next? Hmm. I feel like when you're in love, the question remains what's next, but it's more so, you know, children moving. But you are just happy to be in the present. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, life's about sharing it with someone you love, you know? That's right. I mean, as I was saying earlier, humans are social creatures. And one of the biggest advantages I see to marriage is you have someone to grow old with. Mm-hmm. If you find someone that, you know. Absolutely. Easier said than done. <laughs> well, mom will help you with that. Perhaps. I mean, she she is my best friend. Oh, yeah? You guys are mm-hmm. cool? My mom is very cool. Very, very cool. She loves having guests over whenever I bring friends over. My dog loves it as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God bless her. She's the best. But would she want you to marry with anyone or it has to be, a, you know, from India? No, anyone. Really? Yeah. She's like, as long as the girl's very nice, that's all she cares about. She's like, are you happy? If you're happy, great. I love it. What did mm-hmm. you do for a living, mom? My mom's a housewife. Housewife. And dad? Dad's a truck driver. He should be retired now. He's quite old. Should. They don't know how to well, retire. That's, yeah, that is the problem. I, once I became an attorney, I'm like, you can retire now. He cut down significantly, but I feel like they don't know anything else other <laughs> yeah. than working. Mm. It's a little... Sometimes it becomes unsettling. I'm like, man, there's more to life than just work. But, you know, all right, if it brings you some type of fulfillment, be my guest. Yeah, I like what you said, that like they don't know anything much but about but work. It gives them fulfillment. But, Correct. you know, they were raised that way that you have to have work to have a sense of fulfillment. And you have to have kids to take care of. But they have those already. So what else there, you know? They wouldn't That's travel. Right. Yeah, they wouldn't travel. They'll go back to India every single year. But I'm like, you know, there's other places to go as well. <laughs> yeah, but Beira, it's a different place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You mentioned that you are a lawyer. Did you always want to be a lawyer? I Immigrant parents always want you to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. Mm-hmm. Right. Age-old story, we've all heard it. So... In undergrad, I did a major in biology and criminology. Like, I'll pick the one that I like more. I wasn't the biggest fan of biology, so I'm like, I'll go the lawyer route. And I can't complain. It's a great profession. Very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You get to help a bunch of people with their real estate transactions. At the end of the day, I mean, as long as you can make an impact in life, you're probably doing something right. As mm-hmm. long as it's a positive impact. Definitely. I saw you... You had a lot of jobs, like you were a cashier for Walmart. Did you have to put yourself through college? No, my parents helped me significantly. They worked their whole life 
they sacrificed so I wouldn't have to endure the hardships that they did. I worked those jobs just because I wanted to. At one mm-hmm. point, I was working 4.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Costco. Mm-hmm. Then I would go home, probably try to sleep for two hours, and then go to my job at Guess from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. I think I did that for t- six weeks, and I lost 12 pounds within the first two weeks. <laughs> it was brutal. Why brutal. were you doing that to yourself? I don't know. I guess sometimes when you have when you have too much free time, it's like you have no time at all because you wasted doing nothing. So I was like, I might as well work instead. Mm, hard worker. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. Well, no. I mean, dude, you worked like you just said, like you had two jobs for no reason. You just want to work. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I just wanted needed something to do with my life. Yeah, but you could have done something else like, I don't know, skateboard. I could have. I could have. Um, I don't know why I chose to do that. Maybe it was just a wild time in my life. I w- didn't have any direction or objective. So I just decided to occupy my time with doing that. Well, it's not a bad thing other than doing drugs. No, I, absolutely. But were you a trouble kid or were you just like really lost? I was, I would not say I was a troubled kid. I did get bullied growing up, but I feel like everyone to some extent gets bullied. And to a degree, it is good as long as it builds some perseverance. I mean, as long as it's not straight up abuse and harassment, that's not okay with. But everyone gets bullied to some extent and it creates perseverance. And you get to a point where you just stop caring what other people think. It's a good thing about it as well. Uh, I would watch anime growing up. People would make you fun of you for that. Now I don't care. Now I'll go to the gym, I'll wear all my anime gear, whatever, <laughs> say whatever you want. Even on all my suits that I wear on my Instagram. Majority of them, I'll have some reference to anime. In my burgundy one, I wear the Hidden Leaf logo hmm. on the lapel pin. I'll wear fairy tale, whatever, you name it. I love anime. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I was a troubled kid. I feel like I did obey my parents and I tried as hard as possible. No, I shouldn't say I tried as hard as possible. You can always try harder. I did. I didn't try as hard as possible in undergrad, but when I got into law school, I do feel like everyone can try a little harder, but I tried as hard as I thought I could. Hmm. I mean, it paid well, right? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, it sounds like you're not excited about it. Are you proud of it? No, I I am proud of it, but I feel like going to law school and graduating was an accomplishment to some degree, but it is a, expected of you. If you are to start it, you should finish it. Hmm. Now, if I started making like ridiculous millions of dollars a year, okay, I'd be quite proud because that's not of the norm. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be a norm? I think I am a little out of the box already. I mean, just based on my profile, you can tell like I wear crazy ass suits, uh, representing anime all over. I don't know. I, it's uh, it's nice to stand out. Mm-hmm. You mentioned bullying. What kind of bullying did you go through? Just being made fun of. I mean, kids will call you fat or ugly, etc. And uh, just for liking the things you do. Oh, you like anime? Blah blah blah. 
And now I don't care. Now, please make fun of me. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, they were just, they just didn't know what they want, you know? And no, they, I, think ki- I think kids are kids. I don't fault anyone for any of them. No, it. for sure. Kids right. are kids. They don't know what they want. And, you know, the easiest. Sometimes I think kids are scared that someone, or maybe jealous, that someone knows who they are and they know what they want. Like you, you seem mm. like loves anime. They mm. probably like, this guy loves so anime. How come I cannot love something that as much as they love anime? Perhaps. I feel like kids just want to fit in. And if one of the perceived cool kids is bullying you, other people will join in. Mm. But that's just a like a typical high school mentality. You grew out of that. Mm. I'm Definitely. sure all those people have changed by now. God bless them. Yeah, they probably when they see you like, oh, I'm really sorry. I, I, you know, I was a kid. I wouldn't expect anyone to say sorry. I think that was just their nature at that time, um, and so be it. That's life. You wouldn't think that those some of at least one of them feels bad for doing that to you. I don't know. I'm not saying they don't feel bad or anything. I'm sure some people reflect and say, "Man, I wasn't the nicest person in high school." Maybe I wasn't the nicest person in high school. Who knows? Hmm. I'm sure some people would disagree with my views and say, well, I don't think he's nice just for the way he thinks. But that's, <laughs> you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Did you have a lot of friends growing up? I wouldn't say I had a ton of friends growing up. I feel like it's not even good to have a ton of friends because who really has a lot of tight-knit friends? A true friend is someone you can call in time of need. Right? Everyone else is pretty much an acquaintance. Yeah. That's what I say. As I, mm-hmm. I said to my friend, like I have like, I would say four to six friends. They're not even interconnected. Mm. The rest are acquaintances. Mm. You know, and that's good. You know, God bless. The more people you get to know, the better. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you know those people that date someone in high school and actually married that person. I I love that. I God bless those people. I think that's a phenomenal love story. Like I was saying earlier, I I love love absolutely. I do, but you were young. You had one person. You you're just you're the one who told just said that, that you know there's so much people to meet. Sure, I mean you say there's so many people to meet, but it's a tough one because if those people are in love, who am I to say yes? There's so many people to meet out there. As I was saying earlier, being in love is the best feeling you can ever feel and i some people will ask well what is love i think love is two things one is wanting the other person to be happy whether you are with them or not Hmm. and the latter is difficult not that you don't want them to be happy but because you want to be the reason that they are happy and Hmm. that's a very selfish perspective but that's all right because inherently humans are selfish creatures right and then two is Giving someone the power to destroy you and trusting that they will not. And that is the epitome of trust. Mm. And so what I say is, if someone has achieved that in high school, then who am I to say, well, you know, there's so many other people out there that you could have met and fell in love with. Well, if you already did it, well, then God bless. If you're happy, who am I to judge? Mm -hmm. Oh, of course, I share the same views that, if you find someone, if you think you're cool with this person for the rest of your life, that's cool with me. Mm-hmm. But also on the other side is meet other people. There's more people out there. 
I mean, you can always meet other people and not necessarily have to fall in love with them. Well, not necess- I'm not necessarily saying falling in love, just like, mm. you know, be, I don't know, like date someone. You don't have to be like fall in love with someone you're dating, no? Perhaps. But I think, as I stated earlier, one of our biggest fears in life is growing old alone. So mm. if you have already tacked that out by high school, then man, I think you're ahead of the pack. You are ahead. That's a good thing. Are you a reason for someone to be happy right now? Or are you making someone happy right now? No, I'm single. But falling in love is a difficult thing. Love in in and of itself is very difficult. So am I happy as a person? Yeah, I would say I'm happy as a person. Especially right now, I don't get to see my mom and dog as much. Especially when I go visit them in Canada, I'm extremely happy. I have no worries. My mom is my best friend. I love my dog. He's my best friend as well. Big shout out to Nimbus. Big shout out to my mom. Mm. But yeah, like I said, if I were to find the right girl, then I'm more than happy to settle down. Mm-hmm. What happened to the last relationship? It just ended. Not ideally, but that's how life goes. Not everything works out as you wish it did. It took its course and then that's it. You could say that. I think Adele has a great line. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Mm-hmm. But life is a journey. And Kobe Bryant said, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. Amen. Rest in peace, Kobe. Absolutely. You play basketball? I used to play basketball a lot. I loved it in high school. Mm. Uh, I used to love shooting. That was <laughs> that was my thing. Loved, loved basketball. Nowadays, I don't play as much. I don't have the time to play as much. I, w- I wish I could get back into it. I haven't played very much in the past, I want to say, three years. Mm. We used to play all the time in law school. We would go work out, me and my buddy. And then we would play after. Busy with work? Yeah, work is quite time-consuming. Are you happy with it, though? Absolutely. Great job. I work remote. I go in person to closings. People, especially when the client is very happy, I remember the last closing, he's like, man, you were great. Like, like, that was very smooth. And I appreciate that because I answer emails at all hours of the day. Whether it be I wake up, I'll, first thing I do is I check my emails. Before I go to sleep, if it's even 1 a.m., I'll be answering emails. See, this, this is the thing. I just said to you that you're a hard worker. And you said no. And then look at you doing exactly well, that. I, I won't call myself a hard worker. But if you say it, then I appreciate the compliment. Why do you think you're not a hard worker? Uh, I think uh, it's not for me to decide. I think it's for those I interact with for to come to that conclusion. As is, I would not say I'm a good person. I'll leave that up to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would never call myself a good person. Mm. Well, there you <laughs> go. I guess you understand my sentiment. Then. Oh, definitely. I would. I don't know. I, that's, I think that's like such a big compliment to give to yourself. Yeah. That I'm a good person. Right. It's a little, uh, so I guess some could take it as a little egotistical. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I think we should always speak well of ourselves as well. You know, you shouldn't be speaking down about yourself either. So one of the bigger, bigger problems nowadays is, you know, would you say that to your mom? If you wouldn't, then why are you saying it to yourself? 
Mm-hmm. Were you always like this? Always been positive towards yourself? No, I think uh, I think growing up, you let what other people say get to you. Hmm. And I think that is a journey you have to overcome and be like, you know what? These are merely other people's opinions. How will their opinion affect your life? You have to come to the realization that regardless of whatever they say, I'm just going to do whatever makes me happy. Hmm. Because you can't live your life for others. Definitely. Yeah. It's a privilege that you have that feeling for sure. Do you remember the moment when you realized that? I attribute a lot of the maybe outlandish things I say to anime. And, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. I was, I love Naruto. Mm. And he, you know, as the protagonist was the underdog. And I feel a lot of people can resonate with anime because they think of themselves as, as underdogs in their own life. And then when you watch them and work hard, persevere, regardless of what anyone is telling them to do, you know, you resonate with that and you can take from that and apply it to your own life. One of my favorite animes of all time is My Hero Academia. In law school, I would watch it every Sunday morning and it would motivate me to such an extent. I would do all the readings for the whole week on that Sunday. Then I would go work out and play basketball at night. It would, I would be so incredibly productive. And, you know, God bless the creator of My Hero Academia. I love that show. It's in my top three anime all time. Hmm. What's the other two? Uh, that's very tough. I would throw One Piece up there because mm-hmm. I feel it is the greatest character development of any show ever, whether Western or Japanese. Extremely complete. I hope it runs another 20 years. I don't mind. And then I think I would throw Naruto in there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I I haven't watched One Piece. My, I guess my, my like I said, my kid watches that because like I said, we have an age gap. I right. feel like when I was like older, and I'm not into cartoons anymore. This animes shows up. Mm-hmm. However, I still have some animes that I like. That's good. I'm glad. Which ones? Yeah. Um, we call it Ghost Fighter, but I I think it's called different thing. It, it okay. this there's this guy. He has like a he calls it a ray gun. His okay. power comes out from his fingers and he shoots people. Oh, interesting. Well, monsters and whatnot. I forgot. I don't know what they call it here. But in, in the Philippines, we call it Ghost Fighter. That's one mm. of my favorite one. Uh, I One Punch Man is my favorite because it's, it's so simple, you know? I yes, know. it is. It's a parody. The protagonist is already the best. Exactly. You're like, how did you become a punch, One Punch Man? I did push-ups. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that... And what's the other one that I like? I used to love Dragon Ball Z back in high school. I love Dragon Ball Z. I but then will I work get out. tired of it. Really? I will work out to sound clips of Dragon Ball Z. What do you mean? <laughs> like people will do like remixes on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, I will listen to those. A dude who used to make them, his name was Lesby Epic. Mm-hmm. L-E-E-B-E-E-P-I-C. I think his account got banned, but there is a Lesby Epic re-uploads, and those are phenomenal if you love Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I, again, like I said, I don't really pay attention to anime as much anymore. When my kids are watching, then I'll sit down and try to connect with them with it. Oh, by the way, I did a quick Google. Ghost Fighter is called Yu Yu Hakusho. 
Yu Yu Hakusho. I've heard very good things about the anime. That's that's the shit, man. Like back in high school, that's our that's our anime. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, it was good. Um, what do you love about anime? What do I love about it? Just the aspect that you can relate to it. You feel like an underdog. You see them overcoming hurdles in their life. It makes you feel as though if I work hard, I could accomplish the same thing. Hmm. Definitely. I saw that you were a ping pong champion too. There was a ping pong tournament in law school for a scholarship. And then I ended up winning the tournament. I wouldn't say I'm very good, but I was all right. I was lucky enough to win. So I won $700 scholarship. You're the one who said, don't talk down about yourself. Bro, you're a champion. It means you're good. <laughs> well, it also depends on the competition. I feel like the best player in law school, his name was James Price. Hmm. He did not compete in the tournament because he was a veteran. So he had a full ride. He didn't feel like it was appropriate because if he played and he won, he doesn't need the scholarship. Hmm. Right. So, you know, shout outs to James Price. Very, very nice guy. Very interesting too. Very intelligent. That's such a man, you know, like mm. I got it already. I don't need it. Right. Plus, you know, it's like, it's like if I play this people that has, I guess, lower ability, mm -hmm. it's pretty much like I'm not improving myself. Correct. You know, it's like, it's like Kevin Durant joining the, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, I didn't mind when he did it. I wish he actually stayed. No. I think it's his life. Again, I, I, who am I to judge what he does with his life? He won two championships. Honestly, I feel like Giannis Antetokounmpo should join the Golden State Warriors <laughs> when his contract is up. I would love to see that. He is my, one of my favorite. He's probably my favorite player. Giannis? Giannis. I yeah. just like his attitude so much. I feel like he is so cool. If it was me and a bunch of friends just drinking a beer and he walked past, and I was like, hey, Mr. Antetokounmpo, please join us. Hmm. I feel like he would actually do so. He's that type of guy. I think so. He's very cool. Did you see the recent video that he said that when he retires, he wants to be forgotten? Yes, I did see that. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I, I do like it too. Going back though with Kevin Rand, I obviously, it's his life. He can yes. do whatever he wants to do. And Correct. how I tell it to people is, imagine you have a job and you're getting paid certain amount. And mm -hmm. there's another job that was offered to you that has more money and more chance of improving yourself. Wouldn't and you it makes your job, job easier. Yeah, and it makes your job easier. So, you know, I, I I understand you on that point. I think people's frustration is sports is about competition and beating the best. Mm -hmm. So I understand people's frustration with it. Although I don't, I don't mind that Kevin Durant did that. I wish he went back. I I think the style of basketball they played was exceptional. And I like seeing good basketball. Whether they dominated the competition or not, so be it. Yeah, I mean, I also enjoy good basketball, but like I said, I like competition, you know, I like rivals. Right. You know, I feel like it, it makes the game better and there's better basketball being played if there's a competition. Mm -hmm. You know, like in anything. Absolutely. You know, like Naruto won't be, what's, what's the position that he has to get? I, my kids always <laughs> tell me. A Hokage? That's it, a Hokage. He won't be <laughs> Hokage if he doesn't have anyone to fight with, right? Absolutely, that is true. So you're a real estate attorney. Did you want to be a real estate attorney or? No, I was in my final year of law school. So my 3L year, mm -hmm. the first semester I was on campus. So all the way in Carbondale, which is 16 hours from Brampton. Hmm. 
And then for my second semester, I did an internship in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So two, three times a week from January to April, I would drive to Buffalo. So I would leave my home. I would get up at 5 a.m., leave my home at 6 a.m., drive to Buffalo for two hours, do my internship from nine to five, and then I would drive back to Brampton in the evening, another two hours. So four hours. And that was immigration. And uh, I was doing my final semester remote in Brampton. Mm. And uh, I guess I just fell into immigration from there. First job, I did immigration and real estate. Mm. Immigration is very difficult. The stories are very heart-wrenching. You go home every day and it's like, damn. Like They live a very difficult life. I'm very privileged to be here in Canada or America. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do real estate instead. Because you were bringing it home? It's harder not to. Like you read all these depressing stories, like very, very gruesome. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I could keep doing this. Kudos to all the people who can. We need those type of people, those type of attorneys. But I decided to go with real estate instead. Mm-hmm. And man, Buffalo was very cold, man. <laughs> Especially during winter, quite the drive. Two hours, man. Yeah, four hours a day. Four hours total. Mm-hmm. Did you never think of like, oh, I'll move closer? No, I wanted to stay in Brampton. You're very close to your mom and your dog Nimbus. But why did you move to the U.S.? I got accepted to law school in Carbondale. And then I just... I just picked Chicago to work in. I, I work remote so I can go home pretty much whenever I want, as long as I don't have to attend closings in person. But it was an interesting change. Mm-hmm. What's a real estate attorney exactly do? Like, So we'll do the entire, from the time the contract is signed, handle the attorney review process where we can amend some terms in the contracts if you'd like. If you don't, like the terms of the contract, the buyer can always, you know, rescind and get out of it. Same with the seller. We just help the buyer and seller throughout the entire process. And then for sellers, you don't have to attend in person because they can pre-sign documents. But for buyers, I'll attend in person and explain all the lender documents as well. Mm. Can someone return a house? Return a house? You mean like after you've purchased it? Yeah. Uh, not really after the contract... After closing has occurred, the contract has been consummated. That's it. That's right. Okay. I thought there was like, you know, you have like 30 days. You can return. <laughs> no. <laughs> After closing, that's it. During the pandemic, there was a lot of people buying houses, at least here in my area. Mm-hmm. Is that the same case in Chicago too? Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. It was out of control. The interest rates were very low. People were buying like crazy. How do you feel about that? I think people were buying above their means Hmm. in that scenario. They're going way too above asking, which I understand. You know, the real interest rates are low, but I think people went a little above and beyond. Yeah. Doesn't that's what happened back in 2008. That's right. Have you had a client that you knew they're buying above their means and you're like, yo, bro, you need to chill. I typically don't have to tell them that. They send all their documents to the lender and the lender will approve or deny you of the loan depending on your own you know, financial statements. So I don't need to tell them that. 
Yeah, but sometimes, you know, do you like sometimes you like, I don't want you to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I know uh, you don't have to, but as a person. You typically won't get in trouble. The lender will deny you if they don't think you can make the payments anyways. Suppose if a very close friend came to me, he's like, do you think I should purchase a property? I make X amount of money. Hmm. I'm like, then I would tell him, I'm like, man, you might be stretching yourself a little too thin. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's different. That's a different type of relationship. Of course. Yeah. Have you thought of doing uh, or trying criminal law? No, I have not. Not even in the radar? It just didn't interest me. Why? Uh, I kind of fell into real estate because, as I was saying, I would travel to Buffalo for the internship. My first job consisted of immigration and real estate. So criminal just didn't cross my mind. I liked real estate and I decided to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Do you watch lawyer shows? I have watched Suits. I thought it was very good, but I don't think it's accurate. They commit a lot of malpractice. <laughs> it's, it's nothing like that, the profession itself. It's very amicable, actually, the profession. like Attorneys are very nice with each other. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Suits. Was there like moment like, yo, that doesn't work that way? Uh, yeah, they'll lie a bunch of times in Suits to clients, which you're not permitted to do. And I'm like, that is straight up malpractice. <laughs> So it's good for theater and TV, but if you ever did that, you'd get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I agree. I watched a bit of it, but I felt like the show has so much um, deus ex machina. Like, always things will work out. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work that way. It takes time to sign a contract or make someone agree to something. Well, I get it. But they have to do that for TV purposes. They can't drag it out. No, I know, but my point is that's what kind of the show killed for me is it becomes too easy. I see. Gotcha. How has being a lawyer changed you as a person? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure about that. I feel like I'm I feel like it only made me more of who I am. Because when you don't have money, you can't really express yourself the way you'd like to. But when you have money, now you can really pretty much buy everything you need or all the adult, you know, items you always wanted. So I'll buy a bunch of tanks with anime stuff on it, a bunch, buy a bunch of trinkets that I always wanted. And I don't really think too much about it. Uh, it let me just express my own personal style. If anything, it's more so the means that allowed me to do so. So I dress however I want. I wear pink suits, green, yellow. It doesn't matter to me, but I always wanted to do that. So now I just do it. <laughs> uh, some people will be like, man, you look like a Hyler. Some people will be like, you look great. But that's life. Some people are going to, uh, I think it was Rihanna who said, people will judge you whether you do good or bad. So just do whatever makes you happy then. Do you. That's right. Yeah. You seem to like music. I think everyone likes music. I believe music gives everyone a calming effect. It, it helps you in some way, shape, or form. It's always interesting where when you're happy and you listen to a sad song, you just like the song. But then <laughs> when you're sad, you really understand the lyrics. And it was a funny meme I once saw. It's, you know, restarting the song because it didn't hurt me enough the first time. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, but not everyone likes music. There are some people that I know that doesn't like music. Perhaps they haven't found the type of music that they like because music is very vast. I love listening 
to rock a country. I'll listen to anime songs, rap. Um, I'll even listen to classical music, Ludovico. I will listen to original soundtracks from games growing up. I used to love playing Maple Story. I don't know if you've Such heard of it. A nerd, I love it. Maple Story was I loved Maple Story. <laughs> what a great game. <laughs> Which one is that? Maple Story, you would pick when I used to play, there was only four characters you could pick from. You could be a thief, a warrior, um, a bowman, or a magician. And then mm-hmm. those broke up into their own separate categories. And those were the only four we had. We used to, it would probably take you like two hours to gain five percentage points in experience in a day. You actually really had to work. I heard the game is very watered down now. There's a ton mm-hmm. of classes that you can choose. It's very easy to level up. But I love those. And I'll listen to the soundtrack. I'll pull it up on YouTube and I'll just let it play. I think it's beautiful. That's amazing. It's RPG, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's right. Which uh, console did you use? It was. It's just on, you download it on your computer and you can just play online. But growing up, I used to uh, have the Game Boy Advance. I played all the Pokemon games. Um, I bought a 3DS just to play Pokemon Heart Gold. Then I bought the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Just to play Let's Go Pikachu and oh my God. Um, I loved it. And even as much as I loved Pokemon, the best game I ever played was Super Mario Odyssey. That game was beautiful and I would highly recommend everyone play it. Which I don't know that one. Oh, it, he has this cap that he wears it's called Cappy and it can capture, you know, a multitude of things and you turn into whatever item he captures and you just navigate through the game. It is exceptionally good <laughs> such a nerd. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it hey man listen i'm an old man we play like super mario mario 3 mm-hmm. you know and then and then i kind of like stopped playing and then i jumped to playstation and then i started playing uh, nba live yep. you know sports gta but i'm not a big on the rpg actually Role-playing games? Yeah, yeah. It's not my thing. I don't know why. but it's just, Like Final Fantasy, I never played. Gotcha. I played a little bit. But you like your Pokemon, huh? I love Pokemon. It was one of the first anime I got into. And I used to collect the cards. Loved playing the games. I have the first movie on VHS. <laughs> still, still at my house in Canada. <laughs> You're killing me, man. See, yeah. Pokemon's a great example. I was like... When it came out, it became big in the Philippines. I was like, I think I was like 16 or 17. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not into that anymore. Mm-hmm. I do watch it once in a while when it was on, mm-hmm. but it was not my thing anymore. That's why. Oh, when, really? Yeah, it was, uh, I surpassed it kind of like my age-wise, you know? I was busy playing basketball or doing mm-hmm. something else or playing video games or whatever, but not Pokemon. However, there were like other animes that are like Pokemon. Yeah, that like, I mean, most anime of their same, they have a shonen, they have the underdog who ri- rises up the ranks and finally wins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I love Disney as well. Mm-hmm. Love Disney. I always wanted to go to Disney World. What are you waiting for? I wouldn't go alone. I'd want to go with someone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love, love Disney. Well, get on the, those dating apps. <laughs> Maybe one day. Too busy? Or I think, you know, you should have the confidence to approach in person as well. Of course. Do you have the confidence? I think at the end of the day, we're all humans. Why be afraid to approach another human? 
Oh, there's some people that are insecure. No, I mean, I don't know if it's insecurity. Uh, people are just nervous. You have to get over that. You just mm. have to face your fears. So what? I think the worst thing a girl's going to say is no. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Then so be it. Yeah, well, easy for you to say because you're an adult, you know. Some people are, like, still scared. And I'm like, yo, just go to the... Trust me, when I was younger, I do not approach women. I was scared as well in my younger days. But you yeah. get over it. You learn to realize life is very short. What are you going to do? Go to your grave with the regrets? Yeah, just go say hi. Well, you know, they'll say something mean maybe. But, hey, move on. Even if they do. Or it could go great. That's the best thing, right? That's right. Are you connected to your culture, your Indian culture? I do love Indian music. I love Punjabi music. I love the food. Connected to the culture? I'm not too sure. Would I be opposed to a Punjabi wedding? No, I wouldn't say so. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I wouldn't say overly connected, hmm. but I do understand my roots. So are you conscious on representing your ethnicity in your everyday life or especially at work? I don't know about representing. I think you just go about your life. And if someone is intrigued by something you're doing, they'll ask and you can just tell them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people are more prouder than the others. You know what I mean? Sure. Not, that, that doesn't mean you're a, you're lesser, but it's just... No, no, absolutely. Why did you move to the U.S., by the way? Just uh, the job was here. I was... Um... Yeah, uh, I just chose Chicago. It was a phenomenal city. Mm. I used to fly out of Chicago to Toronto. I loved it. I still love Toronto as well. But this is where the opportunity arose. What if there's an opportunity in Toronto? Would you move? I uh, actually was originally going to get accredited in Canada. Mm. But... Uh, I paid for all the accreditation and I bought all the materials to start studying. Let's just say things just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Life. That's life, yeah. How many times did you take the bar exam? I was uh, I was like, no way. I'm going to study as hard as possible for these uh, three, four months. I'm going to take it once and that's it. You didn't go out, just watch Pokemon. <laughs> no, I took it very seriously, actually. I studied with my very, very good friend. Skyler Pettit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he is the most intelligent person I've ever met. Yeah, how so? He changed the way I thought. The way he formulates an opinion, the way he speaks is very, like, precise. Mm. And I was like, damn, like I'm an idiot. <laughs> like I met him in law school. I was like, whoa, like this this is intelligence. Mm -hmm. Right. James Price as well, very intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know, I met a lot of intelligent people in law school where I was like, wow, I need to, like, I need to advance. Like, this is, what am I doing? Talking like some dude from Brampton. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I know. That's so funny when you meet someone, especially me, I'm a moron. When I meet someone that is smart, I'm like, yo, I am dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's always good to be conscientious and self-reflect on your own position. That I feel like that is the true dictator of success is whether you're conscientious of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, like, you know, sometimes like you're feeling good. You're like, yeah, I know stuff. And then you mm -hmm. meet the, some, someone and I'm like, yo, 
<laughs> this guy's smart. Yeah, that, but that's a good thing. Yes, definitely. It that's a blessing you. in that's a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel insecure when you meet someone that is smart like that, or you were just like, "Oh, this is a privilege, and I want to be better like him"? No, I love it. I want to talk to that person. I think you're right. It is a privilege because how many people do you get to meet like that? Right? They're so the more intelligent they are, the fewer of them those people there are just statistically speaking and man it is phenomenal just hearing the way i would literally just shut up and listen to those type of people just talk so i can be like wow i never even thought about it from that angle Mm -hmm. that's my favorite part when i meet someone and it they introduce a new thought in your in my mind and i feel like my brain is expanding right i'm like how I never thought of that way, but you're happy or I'm happy to have to have that thought now. Absolutely. That's a real blessing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you're trying to build a, a Lego block house right. and you're missing that piece. And mm-hmm. then suddenly, you know, those two pieces, you can put them together and <laughs> actually build the house. And you'll be like, yes, actually you can. Absolutely. Yeah. So most of your friends, they're intelligent people. Do you hang out with lawyers too? Oh, yeah. I hang out with tons of attorneys. Mm-hmm. I would say all my friends are very intelligent. I feel like you really end up surrounding yourself with like-minded people, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think you have to understand each other on some level. And so, you know, God bless all my friends. They're phenomenal people. Mm-hmm. Such a privilege. It's such a great feeling to have great friends, you know? Absolutely. It's one of the most difficult things to do in life is to find good friends you can depend on quality quality friends yes. yeah because you know growing up i don't know if you but you know growing up you kind of like finding yourself and through sometimes you find yourself through other people right but right. when you finally find those people like your people is such a weight off of your shoulders yeah it's always nice to know that if you ever needed someone they would be there for you You've reached great heights. Is there something that you're hoping to reach in the near future? I don't know if I've reached great heights, but I appreciate the compliment nonetheless. This guy, man. (laughs) Um, Accomplish something in the future? I'm not too sure. I suppose just live a fruitful life where you impact enough people or you had enough of a positive impact on enough people that you made their life better. I suppose that's a good way to look at it. Other than that, keep enjoying life. You only have one, and it's short. Mm, that's a beautiful thing. Listen, man, I could talk to you all night, but you're a busy man. Before we close out, if, do you have any last remarks? I would say God bless to everyone who's listening and make the most of your life. It's very short, and hopefully we can meet one day. I hope so too, my man. Have a good evening. You too, brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Bye. Thank you again, Ajit, for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.